You're listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are an Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregation in Denver, Colorado, and you can find out more about us at www.houseforall.org. Grace, mercy, and peace are yours from the triune God. I remember the first time I had a... You're going to adjust it for me? I remember the first time I had a panic attack like it was yesterday. I had just graduated from college and was a couple weeks away from moving to Italy for a year to do a master's in Italian. And a unique part of that program was that I had to sign a contract that I would not speak English for an entire year. I had like one phone call home a month for like 15 minutes. It was, so I had a lot to uh, be afraid of. I remember though, in, a, in the twinkling of an eye, my heart started to flutter, my ter- toes turned blue, my arm began to tingle. I thought I was having a heart attack. So I curled up in the fetal position in my childhood bedroom and rocked myself back and forth, scared to death, trying to think my way out of what for me was the most awful cluster of feelings I had ever felt. Sure, I had felt fear before, but never before was it such an all-consuming sense of dread, one that shut out everything else in the world except my feelings. Feelings that just felt so big that there wasn't room for anything else in the world. And that's the difference between fear and anxiety. Fear is proportional to a real threat. And fear can exist side by side with joy, love, and understanding. We can work with fear, but not with anxiety. Anxiety shuts everything else out. And it lies. It tells us that our feelings are all there is. Anxiety makes no room for anything or anyone else. It crowds out the rest of the world. So I've been thinking a lot about my experience with anxiety this week because there's a lot of it going around. In a nation and planet that are increasingly full There's anxiety about whose country this is, anxiety about what voices should be heard, anxiety about who's in charge and who we should be friends with, about what we should post on social media and about how we should respond to the injustice that's around us. It can feel like the whole world is having a great big collective panic attack. But my experience with anxiety has taught me that while the pain and discomfort are real, there's more. There's more than our anxieties about scarcity, about civil rights, about poverty, as justified as those anxieties may be. There's always more than what we feel and know right now. There's always more Because while we are over here feeling, God is over there 
moving. God is always and forever ahead of us, making room in our lives and in the world so that we can see that there is more than what is just happening right now. The now is real, but God is already making room for the not yet. Which is what I hear Jesus doing in today's gospel. He's making room for more. More than just grief. More than just poverty. More than what was happening right then in the lives of the disciples. For, for nearly 2,000 years, the church has referred to this list of blessings from Matthew's Gospels by a nickname, the Beatitudes. And, and for most of its history, the church has taught the Beatitudes as if they were prescriptive, as if Jesus were tagging an extra nine laws onto the Ten Commandments, nine suggestions for how to be hashtag blessed. <laughs> be meek and you will inherit the earth. Be pure in heart and you will see God. But today, that's not how I'm hearing Jesus. Today, I hear Jesus, Jesus both speaking to our pain and telling it to move over. Move over because there's more. He's not ignoring the pain or eliminating pain or rewarding the pain. He's not fixing it or even making the pain less painful. But what he is doing and what Jesus always does is speak to our, our pain and commands it to move over because there's more. When I hear Jesus say, blessed are the poor in spirit, today I hear him telling us, blessed are the depressed, the anxious and the hopeless, because on the other side there are babies and sweet potato pie and friends who show up to play cards against humanity until midnight. Oh, and, and on the other side, there's also Prozac. <laughs> what do you say, Nadia? Blessings through good chemistry. <laughs> Blessed are you who mourn, for there will be casseroles to soothe your soul. Blessed are you whose families have kicked you out because of who you love or what gender you are, because you will make new families who will shower you with the love you need. Blessed are you who get detained at the airport because of your faith, because, because crowds of strangers will show up to set you free. Blessed are you who cry watching the news because your tears reveal that love is as alive as ever. Blessed are you who have screwed up so badly and we're still shown mercy because now you will show mercy. Blessed are you who knew you were right, but then you turned out to be wrong. Because you will, under, will understand when others cannot. And blessed are you who sit in your confusion and don't know what to do yet. Because one day the fog will lift and you'll see that there's more. There's always more. God is always making room for more in our lives and that our, and that our pain never has the last word. Speaking of more, I'm a little obsessed with 
documentaries about the cosmos and in particular about the Big Bang. Um, I can never get enough of this idea that just seconds before the birth of the universe, what existed was pure homeostasis. Everything was perfectly stable and unchanging. But at the moment of the Big Bang, in order for us to be here today, an infinite chain reaction of death and rebirth had to erupt, sending the universe hurtling out in all directions, moving forever and ever away from that perfectly stable state. And to this day, the universe, it hasn't stopped expanding. God's work of forever making space for more is written into the very physics of the universe. The other day, Pastor Nadia was telling me that in the tradition of rabbinical Judaism, there is this teaching that in order for God to create, God had to decide to take up less space. She said that it was like God had to scoot over to make room for us. And this week I realized that God continues to scoot over to make room for the unfolding of our lives, to give us hope that there is always more, that our lives are never limited to just what we are seeing or what we are feeling right now. There's always more. Today in our community, we've experienced at least two signs of God making room for more. At 2.22 a.m., Carrie Mackey, with the loving support of her husband, Eric, gave birth to Guinevere Poppy Mackey. And just a few moments ago, we baptized Easton Lessman into the body of Christ. Both point to the holy cycle of death and rebirth, cross and resurrection, feast and fast that are at the heart of our Christian faith. And it's this cycle of death and resurrection that God uses to make room for more. You know, by the time we are able to have conversations with Easton and Guinevere, we will have experienced so many deaths and rebirths that the world will look remarkably different from how it looks today. The things we are attached to will shift. The reasons we are outraged, and the things we rejoice in will change. We will solve some problems and inherit new ones. Dreams will die and new dreams will be born. And all along, God will continue making room for there to be more and more and more. Which is why we're here today, gathered around this meal of bread and wine, We're here because we need more. I need more. You need more. We also desperately need for there to be more than just what we feel, more than just what we fear, more than just what we dread right now. Left to our own devices, our world shrinks and shrinks until we're left just like I was that day, curled up in a ball, unable to see anything more than my own nearsighted vision. 
But in this meal, this meal that seems little more than crumbs, God scoots in and says, there's more. There's more than just what you can see. There's more and there will always be more and there will be more for everyone. Let us pray. God, we give you thanks that there is always room for more. We give you thanks that our pain never has the last word and that you are always making, making room for more on the other side. More love, more hope, more joy. We give you thanks for Easton and Guinevere and all babies. We give you thanks for your ever-expanding universe and for the blessings that we cannot yet see. Today, may we see and know that things which were being cast down are being raised up, and things which had grown old are being made new, and that all things are being brought to their perfection by him through whom all things were made, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.